0: You're listening to Ed Curation, the podcast where teachers talk curriculum. We make it easier for educators to find the resources they need to create fresh, lively, and authentic learning. Welcome to another edition of Ed Curation, where teachers talk curriculum, and I'm pleased today to have Jared Adamson on the show from Cherokee Trail High School in the Cherry Creek School District. In Colorado, welcome, Jared.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me.
0: So, tell our listeners how long you've been teaching and what you teach at Cherokee Trail and to whom.
1: Sure. uh, This is my eighth year teaching. I taught my first two years in Phuket, Thailand, before teaching here. I've taught math at my current school, Cherokee Trail, for six years within the Cherry Creek School District.
0: Wow, Phuket, Thailand. That's not a bad place to live, is it?
1: (laughs) No, 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 it's not. (laughs) Yeah, I spent two years out there. It, It was awesome.
0: I started my career teaching English in Japan okay. way back in the mid-90s and had the opportunity to visit Phuket, Thailand when I was in Japan and thought, man, I think I'd like this teaching abroad thing better if I was in Thailand.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's such a beautiful yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, Yes, it is.
0: So like me, both of us taught abroad and then decided we wanted to stick with it. So what do you love about teaching that keeps you there eight years running?
1: I mean, the, the biggest thing for me is building re- relationships with kids. I mean, I, I really take pride in being that mentor in their life, that person that they can trust and look up to. I really enjoy the aha moments when a, when a kid finally gets it after maybe a couple of days of practice, going over things like that in class, and they finally go, I, I get it, right? That light bulb goes off. Yeah. Um, every day there's a new challenge. And so, I mean, I'm always looking for ways to improve my teaching. You know, and, and I obviously love math, and so I want to share that passion with, uh, with other people. So that, that's kind of the, the main things I, I love about teaching.
0: So you've agreed to come on the show because you have a favorite math curriculum resource that you have found useful. Will you tell us about it?
1: Sure. It's called Big Ideas. So we've actually been using it for the last about five years in Algebra 1. We actually started with Algebra 1. We haven't done it in, in, uh, in geometry yet. I think we're maybe eventually moving in that direction. But for right now, it's just an Algebra 1. Like I said, it's been about five years-ish. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's an awesome online resource. We initially were just kind of working through workbooks and, and textbooks and found out that it wasn't quite good enough. So we wanted something online. So then our district went to some curriculum conference and found us big ideas. And then they said, okay, let's, let's try this out for a few years and see how it goes and now it's been five years and five years plus since we've implemented into our system. So
0: were you part of the committee that helped select Big Ideas Math or were you a teacher who just, you know, one year, this was, these were the new tools that you were provided?
1: Just a teacher. Yeah, I was just a teacher. And uh they, they said, this is kind of the direction that we're going. And so I was, I mean, at first I was just like anything new, right? It's, it takes, some trial and error and playing around with the tools and all that. But eventually I hopped on board and and I have loved ever since.
0: And so there is always a ramp up when we're learning how to use a new curriculum program. And so what supported you in that ramp up period? Did you get training from the publisher? Did you have professional development provided by the Mm -hmm. district? Were you just digging in on your own and spending extra hours trying to figure it out? How did that work? Sure.
1: Yeah. So when they first brought to the district, uh, like I said, five years ago, we all went to a training. So every teacher who taught algebra one went to a Big Ideas training. That was held at SARC. It's building about 20 minutes from here. We spent about two full days going over just kind of all the resources online. Uh, I mean, there's a ton of stuff. And so essentially how to navigate the whole online portal. So there's a game closet. There's a teacher edition textbook on there. There's lesson plans already made up. There's investigations that kids can work through. There's a student workbook that they can also pull up uh, online as well. There's extra practice resources for kids that need the extra extra support. There's extension resources. There's the homework that does everything online so they can check their work online and tells them if they have it right or wrong. So, I mean, there's a ton of stuff. So, like I said, yeah, we spent two days diving into it. Playing around with it, and then I spend a lot of time on my own as well, just kind of going over all the resources that, that it has. So. so, do you access all those resources in your
0: teaching, or are there a few that are kind of your favorites?
1: I mean, I, I don't access all of them. I mean, the ones I use mostly are the investigations because I, I really like to have kids think about the math before they, we actually do it in class. So, before I go over, you know, example one and so forth, I'd rather them kind of play around with it a little bit, dive into the math, think within their groups, and then come up with some conclusion or pattern that they see from the math. And so I use those consistently probably every day, if not every other day in my class. And then I do use the worksheets quite or I guess the, you know, the extra practice resources is what they call it for kids that need the extra support. So if I see, hey, a kid you know that this kid needs maybe a little bit more help on this topic or concept then I'll give him kind of one, one of those worksheets right away if the kid needs more of a challenge and they feel like this is too easy for him they'll pull that resource right away as well and uh, and kind of work through that but the, the biggest thing i use is i use the online homework which is awesome for me because it gives me feedback right away and that tells me do they have it right do they have it wrong do i need to intervene do i need to do maybe some, like another mini lesson per se, before we actually move on to the next thing. Interesting. So, so
0: yeah. does your class run like this? So with these investigations, is there, there's kind of a, I don't know what the language they use. Is there like a focus lesson or something for them to dig into, it sounds like, and to study conclusion or pattern mm-hmm. in groups and sure. then teach something and then they do some worksheets and then they do online homework at home. Is that right?
1: Yeah, correct. The investigation, yeah, it does kind of it walks them through almost like a procedure, I guess, like, you know, do this and do that. So it kind of gets to the big idea of what we're trying to get to in class. Mm-hmm. So, for example, let's just say that the lesson is on solving quadratics. So rather than dive right into solving quadratics, they might, you know, pull up a quadratic graph and go, okay, what are the key features of a quadratic graph? And so kids might look at that and go, okay, well, we know there's a minimum or a maximum. We know it crosses the x-axis probably at two places, maybe one, maybe zero. So it, it kind of, rather than dive into, okay, let's start solving these quadratics right now, let's look at the big picture and let's look at more, what is a quadratic? And so that, that, that does a really good job of that. And it also does a good job of you know, having those conversations in groups about, okay, what do we think a quadri- you know, quadratic graph looks like? What kind of characteristics are a part of a quadratic? Like I said, before we actually do, the, do do that actual math part. And then, yeah, then you're right. Then we do some worksheets in class to kind of build upon that knowledge and practice. And then the the online stuff is at home. So kids will get, you know, 10, 15, 20 minutes at home to, to do the homework and practice more of what was done in class.
0: And so are you reviewing that homework that night or the next morning or something to discern mm-hmm. how well they learned the material before you decide what to teach the next day?
1: Sure. Yeah. So we, we are in a block uh, schedule, which is awesome. So if I see him on Monday, then I want to see him again on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And so it gives him two days to do the homework. And I tell kids, hey, if I assign the homework on Monday, we'll try to get it done that night. So if you have any questions right the next day, you can come see me. And I always use the data. I mean, the data is awesome because it tells me exactly what question the most kids got incorrectly. And so rather than spend time going, you know, what questions do we have on the homework? Now I can really dive into, okay, let's go over this one question, right? That 55% of you got correct, right? Which means 45% was not correct. So that tells me that we we need a little bit more practice on that one, right? Mm -hmm. So I'll go over that one, maybe give them an extra practice problem on that one question versus 10, right? Mm Right. So it's a lot more feedback for me. is awesome because it, I can really see what do they know, what do they not know, and if I need to tweak my lesson, I can. If not, then I know I can move on. If they all got a ninety, ninety percent or higher on most of you know most of the questions, so.
0: And so, I, you know, I don't actually know right now the percentage of math teachers throughout the country who have access to this sort of real-time data. I know there are a lot of tools out mm-hmm. there that are trying to provide this kind of, you know, real-time data to teachers about student performance. But for any of our listeners that don't kind of have this, I mean, talk to us about how this has changed at what you're able to teach and, and what you're able to see students learn as a result of this real-time data.
1: Oh, yeah. Sure. I mean, it, it, like I said, it, it's awesome to have that real-time feedback because rather than waste my time in class going over the homework and... I mean, I have found that when I ask questions like, okay, what questions do you have on the homework? I might get maybe one, two kids raise their hand, right? But now that I can see it in real-time, like, here's where they're at. Here's where I need them to be. Now I can really dive into what I want them to to know moving forward. And it's also great for misconceptions too. Let's just say that, you know, a lot of kids maybe forgot a negative sign. Well, now I have to ask myself, well, why are they forgetting that negative sign? Well, now I can go back and look at the real-time data and go, oh, okay, I see it now, and address it right away. Rather than before when I used to do paper pencil homework, (laughs) I mean I would have to grade it myself, which takes a lot of time on, on, on my part. And then it might be a couple of days before I hand it back to them. Mm-hmm. By that time, we've kind of moved on and learned different content, right? But now with this real-time data, I can really see what do they know right now, and I can really address those misconceptions right now versus three, four, five class periods down the road.
0: Wow, that must be so powerful to students learning. Speaking of which, can you share a little bit about? What you think you've been able to achieve that you using big ideas math that you wouldn't have been able to achieve without it?
1: Yeah, so like, like I said, I mean, the, the resources are awesome. I can pull a resource in seconds, whereas before I'd have to almost create my own either through CUDA or some other online source. And so now if a kid comes up to me and says, Mr. Adamson, I need more practice on A, B, and C, well, now I have that resource available right at, right at my fingertips. So I mean, as far as teaching-wise, I mean, I've really I felt like improved my teaching a lot because now I know exactly where my kids are at. Whereas before, I mean, I I would have a pretty good idea of where most kids were at, but now I know that hey, this group of kids needs this extra push or support. You know, these kids get it, so now let me pull a challenging resource from the big ideas, and then let me give them to that group of kids and maybe have them kind of tackle that a little bit. Right, whereas these groups of kids. We're going to work on, you know, this extra, extra support worksheet, I guess you can say, right? Also, for those kids that are English language learners, there is a Spanish-English translation. Wow. So I can also pull that as well, which is, has really helped my differentiation a lot. And I, I do have a handful of students that are, first language is Spanish, and so I can pull that resource and then they go, okay, I, I get it now because I can understand what, what the directions are saying. So when you say um,
0: pull a resource, uh, can you say, what what do you mean by that?
1: Yeah. So I I mean, there's, like I said, there's a ton of stuff on this big ideas. And I guess it's kind of hard to elaborate, but there's, there's like a game closet that a lot of kids like. So I can pull that resource for extra practice. There's graphic organizers. So if kids need to have, you know, just be a little bit more organized. And then there's that graphic organizer. There is a bunch of worksheets, right? Like a high medium well worksheet that has 10 to 15 problems based on one skill, so can they solve an equation, right? So it's going to have 10 or 15 of those. And like I said, it does break them down in easy, medium, and and hard.
0: So if you're working on quadratic equations, you can search, and some students are struggling Mm -hmm. or exceedingly doing well, and you want to challenge them further, you can search quadratic equations and find the game closet or the graphic organizers or the worksheets? Is that
1: right? Yep, yep, so it's all broken down into chapters. So I can easily go chapter six, which is quadratics, and I can pull, you know, 6.1 is solving a quadratic by graphing, right? And so I can, from that, from that one thing alone, I mean, there is, like I said, there is all those worksheets in the game closet and there's videos that the kids can watch as well on just solving a quadratic through graphing, right? And so it, it takes me, like I said, seconds to go on there. I just need to pull up the chapter, the the lesson, and then all of these things will pull up and then I can print, you know, hit print, print it off for me, and then I can give it to the kid right then and there.
0: That sounds amazing. So how has Big Ideas Math made you a better teacher?
1: Sure. I mean, the biggest thing is is the differentiation piece. Now I'm able to, to really just distinguish between the kids that need the extra help and the kids that that like i said need the extra push mm-hmm. so I, I mean i think that's huge because without that resource i mean like i say, i would know where my kids are at kind of mm-hmm. right but now i know in real time that they're at this place and they need to be at this place so mm-hmm. then I can really break groups up into i mean i don't want to say a low medium high right but the kids that need the extra support okay you're over here right doing doing this resource on big ideas, okay, if, you're, if you get this, you're over here working on this resource on big, big ideas. And so I, I can really break it down into, okay, who needs help? Who doesn't need help? Who needs an extra challenge? Who needs more support? So I, I can really get everyone almost on the same playing field, I guess you can say, mm-hmm. and challenges because they need to be challenged.
0: How long do you think it took you to become proficient? I know you were saying that at first, you know, you had to learn all these resources and learn how to use this data and learn how to use it in real time. How long Mm -hmm. did it take you to to feel like you were kind of maximizing this curriculum product
1: with your students? Sure. About five years ago, we implemented implemented this into our system. And it took me, I'd say, about two to three months to, to really master it. Now, I don't like I said, I don't use all the resources because there's a ton. Mm-hmm. But the to to really master the homework piece, it took me some time because you have to go in and, you know, kinda of do, okay, you want it between this time and this time to be open to really look at the data too. I mean, that took me some time too to kinda of analyze the data and see where kids are at in, in real time. Mm-hmm. And then it took me some time to play around with the, the game closet and see do I want to use that resource in class. But it took me some time to to look at all of the the worksheets, you know, the high, medium, and lows and see do I want to use it at this time. So it probably took me about two months to to really look at every resource and go, do I want to use it? Do I not want to use it? And I mean I only use about three to four right now. I've kind of narrowed it down between the ten or so that they that they have. But
0: this is a kind of an off off the cuff question, but I'm wondering mm-hmm. as these students are completing this homework and doing any of the other work that that you assign them first of all, is it is it I would imagine it's standards aligned, is it aligned to the common core? What
1: it, it does, yes.
0: Uh-huh. And does does Cherry Creek use, do you have to provide kind of like standards-based reporting to the parents or or anywhere? Or are, are students still earning kind of A through F grades? And does big ideas have a grade book or do you use a different grade book?
1: So we, we do use a different grade book called Power Teacher. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I, I really wish that the Big Ideas and the Power Teacher would link up. That's the one thing is I do have to go in and, and look at what the kids get on the, on the homework. And then I input it out of 10 points. And so, I mean, homework could vary between 10 to 20 questions, but they're all worth 10 points. Like, as far as that goes, it, it is tough. We do have a supplemental workbook that we also made up as the Algebra 1 team. Since about half of us use Big Ideas consistently, and the other half just kind of use it every once in a while I guess and so Mm -hmm. but yeah so we we do have a workbook that we usually work look at in class or do in class and then Mm -hmm. like I said I'll pull these resources from big ideas but yeah mainly the homework is what I use now along with some of those high medium low worksheets so
0: Jared do the students like it
1: they do this day and age I mean kids love love that that feedback right away right so do I have it do I not and with the online homework, it, the kids can actually check their answers right away, and it says, you know, either yes, it's correct, and you can move on, or, you know, no, it's not correct, and you have to kind of fix it and tweak it before you move on. So, I mean, in my opinion, I think it, it's awesome for for kids that they know if they have it right or not, and if they usually have it right, then they build some confidence going into the next question. You know, in the next question. Yeah. I think it's great for for kids that that maybe struggle in math and want to verify, am I doing this correctly or not? And, yeah. and so it, it, it's great, like I said, it's great for, for that piece. And so kids definitely like it. They also like the game, the, the game closet because they like to play games. They also like some of those investigations too, because they get to kind of dive into the math and talk to their groups or teammates.
0: It seems like a much more interactive and immediate feedback sort of way to learn math than I was able to learn when I was growing up, right?
1: Oh, yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. And I mean, the biggest thing, too, it's also ownership, too. Mm-hmm. You know, so it puts it back on them. And if they, if they really want to understand the math, and they, you know, a lot of kids will, will try to, to get 100%, right? They, they will not give up until they get 100%. Some kids are okay with a B or C, right? They're, they're okay with that. But the kids that, that really want to understand it, it puts it back on them. Right, and gives them kind of ownership to, to to learn it.
0: Jared, can you share any particular stories of success that one student or a group of students achieved using Big Ideas?
1: Sure. This is actually a few weeks ago. I had a kid uh, who was actually hospitalized for for an illness, and he was actually able to stay on top of his work because of the Big Ideas online platform. And you know, knowing that we use Big Ideas for almost every homework assignment, he was able to look on Big Ideas you know, see what he was missing and was able to keep up on it pretty consistently, which is awesome. So he came back to me after he was in the hospital and said, you know, hey, I just want to let you know I got all my work done. I'm like, really? You know I mean? that." Wow. <laughs> yeah. So he, he was able to, you know, without any help from me too, because he was able to use the online resources from Big Ideas mm-hmm. and, wa- and watch the videos and, and all that and, and come back to me and I said, you know, do you have any questions on this? Because I know you're gone for a few class periods." He's like, no. I was able to figure it out on all my own.
0: That's great. Because you know how much work it is to have to put together a packet for a student that's been Uh out and try to make time to get get them up to speed. That must be a wonderful resource. So who do you recommend checks this out? We should check out Big Ideas Math.
1: I mean, honestly, any any teacher that teaches math. (laughs)
0: Is (laughs) it high school math? Or do you know how many grades they cover?
1: Yeah, it actually goes all the way down to elementary school. So, I mean, really, any elementary teacher who teaches math and then any middle school, high school teacher that teaches math, I mean, it's an awesome resource.
0: That's exciting. As a math teacher that has this really great comprehensive kind of core curriculum resource, is there anything else kind of on your radar that you wish you had to make your teaching job easier or to help your students be even more successful?
1: Yeah, sure. I mean I so I was actually talking to my wife about this. This was actually a question I was struggling through. And I think it'd be awesome to have some type of I'm not sure exactly how to say this, but some type of device where a kid can log on to it and it brings up maybe three real life situations, right? So let's just say that it it's we're talking about quadratics here. And it might bring it up, okay, well, in in this situation, right, your your mission is to do this right? It has to do with a quadri- like maybe solving a quadratic function or looking at maybe the height of a basketball, right? You know, when you shoot a basketball in the air, it might be a cannon, something, right? That has to do with real life. Because mm-hmm. I mean, I, I found that it's, it's very difficult to find real real examples, even if I search for it online. So to have some type of online, online platform that kids can log in and go, okay, well, I need to accomplish this mission, which has to do with what I did in class, right? Based on the skills of what we essentially did in class. So that way kids are saying, oh, wow, this does apply to real life, right? If I want to be a pilot, okay, well, this applies to me. If I want to be a nurse, well, this applies to me. If I want to be an engineer, well, okay, this applies to me. some type of online tool that that can do that.
0: Yeah, that sounds like a wonderful opportunity for a curriculum company or a mathematics researcher to develop. I have two products on my platform that aren't exactly that, but that you might be interested in checking out. So one is called figure math. Figure math is not providing students real world opportunities, but what they are doing is enabling students to work in groups to figure out how to solve equations online in ways that they can never get wrong. So, In the same way that your investigations kind of kick off the lesson and kind of get kids exposed to the big idea of the math concepts to come, figure math would let them play around with solving them in a way that they couldn't get it wrong. And so, you know, myself not being a mathematician, I don't know that I can explain it much better than that. But I think if you took a look at it, you would kind of get the value of of that exercise. And I bet using it in the investigations period of your lessons could be super meaningful. And then the second company and product that I'm thinking of does actually have real world mathematical applications for kids to work through. And that one is called Data Mysteries. And what Data Mysteries does is it is a curriculum or a student learning program to help students work or, or kind of learn about the field of data science. And what the program provides is real-world data sets that students then have to so, like, work with, almost like a game. They have to solve a mystery about the data set. So it's, it's really for geared for students right at the age that you're teaching. It's like late, middle, and all of high school where they get these data data sets and they have to solve these data mysteries. And just to kind of get them familiar with data science, because as you know, that's kind of where so much work is in our world now and and the United States isn't preparing enough students to even be familiar with data science as a a possible, you know, career path for them. And so this is like a fun way to to introduce them. So check out figure math and data mysteries at edcuration.com.
1: Okay. Yeah. Awesome.
0: Well, Jared, I appreciate you sharing with me and all of our listeners about big idea math or is it big ideas?
1: Big ideas math. Yep. Big ideas math.
0: Yes. I'm very excited about this resource because it sounds like it gives you just about everything you need to be a really responsive teacher, right, and for students to help motivate them to push themselves harder to get the answers right and figure out what they got wrong and and to get extra support when they need it. So thank you so much for taking time today and tell us about your classroom a little bit and what you're working on.
1: Yeah, thanks a lot for your time. Appreciate it, Timur.
0: Thank you for listening to Ed Curation. We hope you learned something today about a curriculum resource that produces fresh, lively, and authentic learning. Check out EdCuration.com to find out more. That's E-D-C-U-R-A-T-I-O-N dot com.